Welcome to the Without Limits podcast, where we break through barriers, revealing the keys to living an abundant life. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Anne-Marie. Hi, and welcome back to Without Limits podcast. We're, um, we're really excited because we're doing a three series, Little Stepping Stones. And in the past, we've done some stepping stones, and stepping stones were really very short, practical strategies to live without limits, to live an abundant life. And I think these these three really tie together. Right. When we were putting together some ideas before, this has sort of been an ongoing process. Mm-hmm. I think these three really kind of one leads really nicely into the other one. Exactly. And we've been we what inspired this, I guess, is thinking about how people are receiving so much information right now and how do we process it and how do we weed out what's correct what's not so this is the the three parts to this little stepping stone so we're going to start with the individual responsibility of taking in information and what do you do with it the second part is around correctness how do you assess something actually is correct and then the third one is really about the conclusions that we make. Mm, it's true. I like the part you said about the information bombardment because that's really what it is. I mean, it doesn't matter where you go. We're not just talking social media or your phones or whatever. We are constantly being bombarded by information. And I've noticed recently that the, the content or the subject matter of that bombardment has been very, very intensified where... Mm. You know, the the old idea just running into somebody and having a chit-chat about the weather or just the basics, the niceties of life. I think a lot of that has changed. There's been an air of seriousness. And the the responsibility to process it very quickly when it's such a high emotionally charged information that we're trying to process. And a lot of information we've never had to deal dealt, deal with in the past in our lives. And you know, oftentimes when something is not familiar to us or we haven't been dealing with it before, do you know what is in, it's almost basically, it's a part of it. What's is that? Is it distrust? Okay. We generally distrust things we haven't heard about mm-hmm. before. We don't, we, we have, to, we have to weed through trusting the source of what we're hearing and trusting ourselves. Are we actually integrating this correctly? And that's what leads into the first part of the stepping stone was about the responsibility that we have to take that information and what do we do with it it's like we're we tend to look outside ourselves when we're faced with a crisis and where's the information and everyone's telling us everything but there is an individual responsibility as well and we have to take that you can make a mistake mm-hmm. right there and right at the beginning i like what the way you said that emory because we can make a mistake right there and in the process of our gathering Mm-hmm. we can make mistakenly defer. Mm. So there's one thing for something to be a source of information for us. There's something else where we actually make that source what we trust. Right. It's like we've given control outside of ourselves. You have. Or even to a group, because we've talked about this before, about groupthink, about how information can come, and it's coming from so many different places that all of a sudden it becomes the norm. But we still have a responsibility to stay curious in that moment. Is it possible that everyone in that group could be wrong? 
Right. That, yes. <laughs> Everyone in the group could be right. Right. Exactly. It could be a 50-50 split. But right. the respo- responsibility responsibility will ultimately lie on ourselves. Abs- it will ultimately come back to ourselves. Right, right. And it's that, I um, know you, you talk about this a lot, is being fearless. And being fearless to sit in the place of personal responsibility to question what you're hearing. Because in that individual, we really are um, sitting in that place of, I've never been here before, hmm. but I have to be fearless enough to start to ask questions. And that's going to lead into our next podcast when we talk about um, when we talk about the correctness. But I wondered if we could just share some strategies, Mark, about how do we take that individually re- individual responsibility, that take charge to look sort of um, in that crisis, how do we still stay responsible to process all of this information i always come back to where i usually start everything you have to slow down mm-hmm. time is time is you know it can it's a benefit and it can be a detriment it's a benefit in the sense that you you can allot enough time to it that you can come to a conclusion and it can be a detriment if you move too quickly mm. so i think with big ideas or big strategies or big positions that all of a sudden we're being bombarded with we don't have to make a rash decision. Mm-hmm. We don't have to speed our decision process up because something is happening outside of us that is affecting people in a large way. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I always say is slow down and give it some time. Don't you notice as well the information that's coming so quickly? There feels like there's an urgency to it and a push to respond. And in that, what I would argue what you just said is that slowing down gives us that chance to process and make the right decision. And I think if we jump out too quickly by, you know, trying to process all this information in this urgent state is we could make the wrong decision. Because you are the captain of your ship or you are Uh the driver of your car. You can push the accelerator, but you can also push the brake. You don't have to respond to information or to something that's coming to you at the rate that it's coming. Right. You can slow it down. You can pause and you can say, hey, you know what? I don't actually have all of the big picture here. So the best thing for me to do is to say, okay, that's, I see, I hear that. That's true. Okay. I'm going to take that into the, into consideration. And then I'm going to pause and say, what else comes into that consideration? And I know we touch on that a little more in more depth in the next stepping stone. Mm-hmm. And what I like what you said is when we do slow down, the next step really is to break it down. Mm-hmm. And I used to call this um, when I was teaching is to chunk it out. Mm-hmm. So you put it into chunks and our brain is much has a much better chance of processing large amounts of information if we can chunk it out into parts and say, you know, how does this affect me? How is this affecting me emotionally? What do I know from my past that that would align with this? Um, Have I ever experienced this before that I can take from what I've learned before and move forward with confidence historically? Or do I, is this a whole new situation? So breaking it down. And that's a continuation of what I call learned strategies, where you've gone through things in the past and say, okay, you know what? That situation has the information or the data may have nothing to do with what I'm dealing with right here. But the process that I solve that problem very much does. Mm-hmm. Or the process where I made a, you know, a creative or a forward movement very much does. And so what can I draw from what I've learned in the past, lessons past learned, 
and bring them into the present and say, hey, but always remember, because it's our own individual responsibility, no one can push us. You can't push us. We can decide for ourselves at the speed and at the rate we want to. And when you were just sharing that, what I thought of, I thought, well, why do people struggle with that? And I think it's the risk and the fear of being wrong. Because that's a very uncomfortable place. But I would argue in this day and age of all of this information coming, you are going to have to sit in the place of being wrong until your the reality comes to the fore where you can you can act on it. Do you know what being wrong is? No. The fastest course correction there is. Yes. <laughs> because it brings to your forefront of your mind, it brings to your awareness very, very quickly that this is not the right way to go. And I'd rather learn that dramatically and suddenly than slowly, progressively over time. Because the quicker you can get back to that fork in the road where you made your mistake, the quicker you can start heading down the correct path. Mm-hmm. And when I was thinking about the fearlessness that it takes to be wrong and why people don't like to do that what we call sometimes we call those people that won't consider that um, information could be wrong that they've believed all their life or whatever or that is coming in that could be wrong is we could call them ignorant and I don't mean that as a slur but they're actually ignoring information that's coming that they need to process in that state to move to a truth or to move to something that is correct. Mm, I like that. Right. So we don't want to be ignorant and ignore things that are coming, even though it's challenging or butting up against um, a, a life belief or, you know, your worldview. Because right now with so much information coming, we have to stay open. We do. We do. I like that, though. The idea of it's, it's not so much that you don't know something. It's that you've you've chosen mm-hmm. you've chosen to mm-hmm. turn something off. It's exactly it's right. It's a stream or a source, and we know that very well. That answers can come from many many sources mm-hmm. and many many people. So we have to be aware that we have to be open, stay open, stay in that place of fearlessness, and realize that individually taking responsibility for our lives is ultimately the safest way to go if we take these little steps carefully. Absolutely. And that leads us into our next podcast that we'll, um, that we're going to do. And it's really on assessing what is correct. Like that's a real challenge. And we want to be able to share some stepping stones to have the information come in, but ensure that you're acting on correct information. So thank you so much for joining us for this first stepping stone. And we'll look forward to connecting with you when we talk about correctness in part two. Thank you very much. The Without Limits podcast, where we break through barriers, revealing the keys to living an abundant life. Your hosts have been Mark and Anne-Marie.